BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the PSG Podcast. It's your girl, Ebony, and I have yet another exciting episode for you guys. Um, before we begin, let's do a little housekeeping. First, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms, at the Professional Homegirl, at the PSG Podcast, and at Ebony Beauty. Um, please make sure to visit my websites at theprofessionalhomegirl.com and at ebonybeauty.com. Uh, for those of you that don't know how to spell my name, it is E-B-O-N-E. And last but not least, please make sure you rate and review the PSG podcast on all major streaming podcast platforms. Um, this episode is sponsored by Ebony Beauty, so please use code PSG10 to receive some coins off. Please keep in mind that all of my guests are anonymous, so let's begin. So I'm excited about this. The other night, because I wanted to be well prepared for this interview, I was watching um, two documentaries on Netflix called life after porn have you seen it no i haven't it was really good Mm-mm, so no. how did you get your start in porn well to to begin i was my aunt told me i do everything so why not try to get in a magazine but what do you mean I, by everything like I do photo shoots, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like I'm not ashamed. I'm not a, you know, if I'm gonna do, I do photo shoots. I had a stripper come to my city, and it was quite a few of them. And I met him. We talked for a while. He told me about Cami and everything else. So I was like, you know, I wasn't really ready for. I didn't know much about how you do Cami or anything like that at the time. So then he said, well, why don't we do a photo shoot? So I did the photo shoot. He gave me the photos back. It took like two weeks or something. I had forgot all about the photos. You know, I was like, okay, he just done took the photos and doing whatever he want to do with them. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. finally, I guess because he was in college also, but he was a male stripper and um, we did the photo shoot. I also in the process of waiting for him to give me the photos, uh, the photos back. I had began a, um, a relationship with one of my children's football coaches. Mm. 
and he started talking to me about the Cami thing. And Wait, what is Cami? What is that? It is my. It's like Cam, like you Cam, you talk to fans, people. They like my free Cam stream mates. It's different ones. It's like it's a thousands upon thousands of Cami sites. Mm. So there's there's things like Cam models. That's what it's called, being a Cam model. And there are male and female Cam models. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not just for women. Some sites only cater to women, but then you have a lot that, you know, cater to both. And, you know, so, you know, you can do it with alone or with someone else, you know, but they have to be a a member, you know, uh, a member of the site, you know, someone who's working for the site, like they have to have their W-2s and like you pay taxes on all of this. Mm. Nothing. Yeah. Everything we pay taxes on, you know, so. But anyways, she um well you know excuse me the football coach the he was the assistant let me get it straight assistant football coach of my daughter because my daughter was the first female football player you know oh, wow. as far as being here in my city so and she was you know for the kids leagues and stuff so um me and him talked and he was talking to me about you know all of it and everything also. But the like I said, the stripper knew had a little more deep detail. He knew more about it, I guess, because he had been involved in it. Mm-hmm. You know and so at that point, the uh, football coach started trying to take pictures of me. Also, you know, he took a couple, but his photography wasn't on point. Not like the he wasn't know, hitting them angles. <laughs> nah, he, he definitely wasn't. Then, then he called himself doing some little photos of me giving him head. You know, I actually seen those photos and they are horrendous. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? They're horrendous. I actually have them on my laptop and I never showed them to nobody because they're gross. They just don't look right. Mm-hmm. I didn't look right. My appearance wasn't right. And it was in between the, the me testing the waters on the type of hairstyles and what was attractive to the audience, mm-hmm. you know, and when I compared it, like it's times where I've put on a black wig and people were like, uh, uh-uh. uh, so you was doing research pretty much. Yeah. I was doing all of that. So with me doing all of that and my aunt saying, well, you're doing all this, you're doing all of this. You might as well try to get into a magazine, but she never thought I'd take it as far as I have, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because I did try to get in the magazine, but I wasn't, I'm like, I'm not about to go out here buying magazines. You know what I'm saying? So I have an uncle who lives across the street from me. And I know he's some type of a freak, you know. I see all the different type of women he be taking in and out the house and stuff, you know. So <clears throat> I know one day he had particularly asked me, did I have any magazines over here? I got no goddamn pornographic magazines. <laughs> you know, at the time that he was asking me, I had another job. Like I said, I, I you know, my daughter was doing the football, you know what I'm saying? I'm a mother. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was wrapped up in so many other things, but I also had another job where I was self-employed, you know what I'm saying? And I was a childcare provider at the time. So what the hell would I be doing with sex magazines right. laying around my house? You know what I'm saying? And what I'm going to be doing with them anyway, you know, in my mind, like I don't, I never been one to watch porn. I, or look at magazines. I've been in adult toy stores and all of that, but not to bring, I bring toys home, you know? So you never thought that you would be doing what you're doing. 
no, not in no way, shape, or form. But when he asked me, it dawned, you know, I had remembered that in the back of my head. So when my, I was saying, get into, you know, you need to try to get into a magazine. Well, of course, I went over and knocked on his door and asked him, did he have him after he asked me? Now, I remind you, I'm asking him, well, let me see what you got. He was like, well, I done used all mine. Me not thinking, you know, what could be all over the magazines. You know? <laughs> so he was like, well, let me dig some out and I'll bring them across the street. So he brought the magazines to me. When I tell you these magazines was ancient, it was the black and white ones. Like literally wow. the pages was like, like warped. <laughs> and who knows why they so warped? It could be warped because of age or because of something else was on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm still not. I'm still looking. And as a, you know, you go back to your childhood table of contents. So I looking at the magazines like these is fat white women. You know what I'm saying? And the ma- it's just really some of the pages stuck together. But I'm still trying to figure out there has to be a phone number or an email. Duh, the magazine is like before I was born, probably. You know what mm. I'm saying? So, remind you, this is my step-uncle. He's much older than me. You know what I mean? So, I'm still not thinking. All I'm thinking is table of contents. So, I'm looking. It's emails, but, <clears throat> you know, like I said, the magazine was old. I did try the emails. I did try the phone numbers. From that point on, I finally received those photos from the stripper. He pulled up. I was outside with all the kids. You know what I'm saying? He handed me a DVD. Mm. And I came in the house and, you know, after the kids left and everything, you know, like I said, I was doing daycare. And once I got my kids, you know, wind down and everything, I came in and I looked at the uh, the DVD and I was blown away by the photos. The bad part with the photos is I was tipsy as hell. So some of them you could tell I was tipsy, but my makeup was still on point and I wear all emotions on my face. Mm-hmm. So my emotion was I was hot as hell because I was not tipsy, but drunk, fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, so, but I was still impressed by the photos compared to the other ones that the football assistant football coach took. Right. So I was really excited about it. <laughs> so I showed them to my aunt and I showed the, the, the regular pictures, not nothing sexual because there really wasn't any visual where you could see like open body parts. You know what I'm saying? Not busting open or nothing. It was erotic. You know what I mean? It was more erotic photos. You know what I'm saying? I was still fully clothed. You know what I mean? The most that came out was my breast. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? There wasn't any like butt naked. You could see my butt, you know, but that's it. Nothing where, you know, too bad. Nothing busting, you know, the clit out or nothing like that. So, you know, my aunt seen him and she liked him or whatever. I showed him to a couple other people. And then I went on, I can't even remember the BBW search something. It was a website. So I put a couple photos up there. I was contacted by a black producer out of North Carolina. Mm. When he contacted me, we spoke back and forth. Now, at this time, I was on social services by this time. You know, because it wasn't that many kids in daycare. So I had no choice but to go and apply because I'm still a mother. I still got to take care of my kids one way right. or the other. And I have a, a, a big ass house and not trying to lose my house. You know what I'm saying? So I had like two kids in daycare who parents weren't really paying, you know, but I didn't want to leave, let the kids go. You get attached to people, kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and it was like, if I didn't keep them, who would, you know? Still struggling, but I still apply for social services. So, you know, I'm on a budget. I'm barely making it. 
So I um <clears throat> so what I was saying. Oh, I um I went on ahead and like I said, put those pictures on the site. The black producer contacted me. When he contacted me, we talked for a long time. All still talking to him. You know, he's just one person that actually gave me the time of day. But, you know, you can't believe everything that glitter ain't gold. And just because right. I see he got all these little DVDs and this, that, and the other, he's still saying he wants to shoot me. But he has, you know, this girl and that girl he's working on. It's always some type of fucking excuse. You know what I'm saying? So I started Googling things. And this is something that I had to educate myself on. And when I tell you day after day, night after night, day after day, like it was to me like a job. And remind you, I didn't have that many kids in daycare. So any spare time that I had, this is what I did. It seems like you was like very like once I was persistent. Yeah. Like once a thought got in your head, it was you ran with it. Yeah. I couldn't stop. You know what I'm saying? It was just like it it wouldn't leave my mind. You know, I got so many compliments in it on 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 that site. And I remind you at this time, I didn't have Facebook. I still had that MySpace shit. And I was bored with that. And my kids used to have Facebook and I used to get on them. Cause I used to be mad. I'm like, these old ass men. So I made my kids shut their Facebooks down. Cause it looked like older men were, why you got all these old men on your, on your Facebook. You right. know what I'm so at this point, I now I got to, after making them shut their Facebook down, I have to go back to them to ask them to teach me about Facebook. Mm. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I put some of those basic photos up or whatever. Not a whole lot, just a few. And um, eventually I got contacted by another uh, guy who is actually the owner of a, well, was the owner of a club in the D.C. area. Now, remind you, I'm still talking to the guy from uh, North Carolina. and um, The one from the club, he told me that he does photos and he owns the club and this, that, and the other, never telling me he had a wife. You know what mm. I'm saying? Anyway, me and him talked for quite some time. He ended up coming to my city, coming to Buffalo. He ended up coming here. When he came here, he came with a woman and another guy. Now, I didn't have no idea that the other guy actually lived in my city. I never knew him, never seen him. I'm not, I wasn't the type of person like in, hanging in the streets or whatever. So they picked me up, came to my home, picked me up, took me to a hotel, did a photo shoot. We did a, you know, a really nice photo shoot. Me mm -hmm. being the type of person I am, like I thought he was fine as hell. You know, I'm flirting with him. I don't know this is his wife. And she never let knowing that it's his wife. Mm. She never said nothing. And then eventually the other guy that was with them, um, he ended up making a comment. Then I put two and two together. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up, we did finish the photo shoot out. The pictures were lovely. There's some of the pictures that people see online now. They're still up, you know? So um, remind you, I'm still talking to the guy from North Carolina. Now, the one that I did that came here and I did the photo shoot with, they gave me a paper to sign. I ain't know nothing about a contract or anything. You know what I'm saying? It was one page, but it was pretty basic. And right. it was more like it was what I learned was content exchange. They could use the photos what they wanted to to use it for. And I could use it. You know, nobody received any money for it, you know, either way. Mm -hmm. But then after I signed it, I go in the bathroom, change my clothes, put my, you know, my regular clothes back on. And they tell me that they've been doing photo shoots of girls from DC all the way to Buffalo and nobody does the camera justice. 
none of the big girls they've been photoing, I mean, taking photos of did the camera justice at the time. And I was like, wow. I said, well, you know, me thinking, well, you must be looking for bum bitches or something, you know, bitches that ain't <laughs> trying to put themselves together or whatever. Right. You know? So the, he was like, well, they just haven't been working out. So they told me that since they have my photos, they're going to make me the face of their club. And I was like, are you kidding? Now, at this point, I'm like, that's fucked up. Had they told me that before that, I would have been on some other type of shit. Right. Money thing, you know what I'm saying? But again, me not knowing and no one ever teaching me anything. What else, you know, what was I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. So at that point, again, I'm still talking to the North Carolina man. I'm trying to get into porn at this point. Fuck them pictures. You know, they were gorgeous pictures and all that. But I didn't know no better. They got over on me, I thought, at the time. You know, now to this day, I only been in that club one time. You know what I'm saying? One mm-hmm. time ever. But I was the face of their, you know, that's kind of fucked up. But I was the face of their club. Photos of me all over the club. And you what know? kind of club was it? It was a bar. A, a mm. club, a bar club. You know what I'm saying? So. So I, who who was it that introduced you into porn then? As far as like you. Ready to go to. I ended up. Um, finally being contacted by, like I said, I had my photos on that one site and I was still talking to that North Carolina man with all the promises. He gonna, he gonna, he gonna shoot me, you know, he gonna send for me this, that, you know, listen, when I tell you this went on about 10 months mm. and I just started getting like, fuck it, but still Googling stuff. Cause I'm like, it's gotta be another way around, you know? So I ended up contacting evasive angels a um and the man who owned that name was tt boy i had seen little stuff online about him you know what i'm saying when i could because you know i always had kids around so when i could excuse me i had seen um you know little stuff so i seen and i knew he had a raspy voice like it sounded like it was ashy like so after calling his phone, leaving messages with the secretary, emailing him, sending him hella pictures. Mind you, mm. I got two sets of pictures now. Like, I got like over 600 pictures, you know what I'm saying, between two different people. So I'm like, okay, fine, ain't nothing going to happen. I had, it was the beginning of the month, I had paid all my bills. I um getting ready to go to the grocery store. I'm in a, a cab, a taxi. I'm getting ready to get in a taxi. Before I get in a taxi, my phone rings. It's a man talking about, hi, this TT boy. <laughs> I said, who? <laughs> I said, listen, you know, excuse my language, but listen, motherfuckers, I cuss like a seller, okay? Oh, no, so, we curse on here, baby. <laughs> yeah, listen, motherfucker, stop playing on my goddamn phone. This TT boy. <laughs> I'm like, Who? And I'm not thinking, because remind you, I just sent the man a message. I didn't think, I didn't, how was I supposed to remember his name was even TT Boy? You know what right. I mean? So he kept, I kept hanging up on him and he kept calling. So once I get in the cab and I'm right at the door of the grocery store, he calls back. Now I'm fucking livid because I see the number. Now I'm starting to remember the number. Like this motherfucker don't stop playing on my goddamn phone. Now only money I have is the money, you know, like my food stamps at the time mm-hmm. and the money to get, you know, household things. Me and, right. my, me and my two youngest are in the cab. We getting out. I'm trying to pay the cab driver. This motherfucker won't stop calling me. So eventually... 
I let him go ahead and talk. And he started telling me he wanted me in Miami on a certain day. He gave me the date. You know, he was like, um, we'll pay. You pay for your travel. I, again, I didn't know nothing about nothing. You pay for your, you want me to pay for my motherfucking travel and my hotel. But he's telling me he's going to give me half on the hotel when I get there and half on the travel and pay me to shoot. I'm thinking to myself, this don't make no kind of goddamn sense. Right. Because why you, know you can't pay for it all? You know what? I found out by the time I came into the business, all those type of things changed. Mm. Because especially for the big girls, the big, you know, the black BBWs in this, you know, me mm-hmm. being a BBW, you know, porn star, they've made it so hard for us. You know, the girls before me, a lot of them before me, not all, but a lot. But anyway, so once I go grocery shopping, now I'm at the grocery store and I'm stressed the fuck out because I don't know who this is. So I get back home. I contact the man from North Carolina. Little do I know he had been shooting girls in North Carolina and selling the content to TT boy. So he was familiar with them. So mm. after I, ex- I told him who he was and he once kept asking me what the number was, you know, and I'm like, shit, you could be telling me any old motherfucker thing. It seemed like everybody giving me the run around. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up, he asked me what's the phone number. I didn't want to give him the whole number. Cause if it was him, you know what I'm saying? That ain't right of me to do nothing like that. So I gave him the last couple digits. And he was like, that is TT Boy. And I'm like, the fuck, are you kidding me? But I'm still scared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I call him back. After I go online now, at this point, now that I know it's really him, I'm like, okay, this is my chance to get in. But I really don't have no money because I didn't pay all my bills. You know what I'm saying? I'm on a limited income. Right. So I pay all my bills. I did all of that. I went grocery shopping. I look up flights from him telling me where he needed me to be at and this, that, and the other. I looked up flights. I looked up hotels. That shit, the flight alone was $800. Mm. And I got to pay it up front, and you going to give me half of it back? You know what I'm saying? I know you you say you're real, and he's saying that it's really you. But I don't know. They could be on some kidnap a bitch shit, him too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm stressed out. Like, I'm right. here. Remind you, it is 6 o'clock in the evening. He told me he needed an answer from me by midnight. Yeah, you don't know what you walking through. That's walking what I'm through. saying. I'm by myself. I don't know nobody. Yeah, granted, my aunt telling me, go do this, go do that, go get in a magazine, but I'm trying to take it a step further. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it really wasn't too much to eat. It was too hard to figure out the magazine situation. It seemed to be a little, I got more information about movies, but couldn't get the right, get to the right people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, so how did I you called, get out there? I didn't go. Oh, I called him, and I told him like this my situation. Like I didn't have any money to be paying up front or anything like that. I just, mm-hmm. I really didn't. I just paid my bills, and I had you know went to the store. You know I got to buy tissue, and you know you got to budget your shit out. Right. I'm, a, I'm a mother before I'm anything. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean my kids come first always. As uh, they should. Yeah. So my home and my kids. Without either one of these, I'm gonna be fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know. So um, I ended up not going. I ended up passing it on. And he told me then, well, then maybe next time we can do some business. I'm gonna keep your information. And you know, 
we could do something again or whatever. So I'm like, okay. So after that, a few days later, I ended up talking to the North Carolina guy and he was like, why didn't you go? That was the best opportunity, you know? And I'm telling him, I don't know if any of you motherfuckers is really real. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause you ain't sent for me yet. So finally, finally, the North Carolina guy ended up sending for me. Mm. It was during some type of rainstorm or something they had going on in North Carolina. So I was still shook because now I'm still going off with a motherfucker I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He ended up paying for my travel, paid for the room, you know, a little clothes and play room or whatever. The male talent didn't show up the first day. So he ended up keeping me another day. Now, remind you, this was all on a contingencies of what they called content exchange. After he explained everything to me, I started learning more. And by the time he had sent for me, had started having conversations with other producers and they were all saying the same thing at this time. B at that time, BBWs weren't making a lot of money. Why do you think they was making a lot of money? Because the BBWs beforehand fucked the game up. They would get the money in advance, run off. Don't really? show up. Don't they'll get the money. The producers or the companies would send them the money to book the ticket. They wouldn't show up. Mm -hmm. It was just before I came into the business. Like I just came in, everything, everything was fucked up by the time I got involved. You know How long have you been in the in the industry? I've been in seven years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so we I would say eight, nine years ago was when things, eight and a half years ago is when I guess when things started going bad, mm. you know what I mean? And there was like Blacktail Magazine and like the main people who actually went out the way and who promoted and hired the black big girls, they like, you know, internet came. You had the man from Black Tail Magazine. He died, from what I understand. I never got a chance to meet him, the original Black Tail Magazine. He mm -hmm. died just before I came in the building. He hired all the new girls, made sure they stayed paid, made sure they had good gigs. You know, um, like I said, T.T. Boy, he was the only one. Him and um, there was another one. I can't think of his name right now. But um, there was another magazine, I mean, another company that was, shooting the big girls too but then they all started coming down because of internet on the prices like when i tell you offering 500 shit like that so mm. my best my best deal at that time was what evasive angels was trying to give me mm. and i was scared to go you know what i'm saying so like i said i went i shot with the um the company from north carolina Everything was fine. The second day the male talent came, I did the scene. I had a few little issues. I did the scene totally sober. That was one issue because my nerves was a wreck. To be so honest, this was the first time that you had sex with the male talent. Mm-hmm. And you did it sober? Yep. But you wanted to see how it was going to be, though. I didn't. First of all, the man, like, he paid for the room. I went down there still on very little money, just a little money, just for emergencies. Right. So, you know, if anything happened, like I said, the company, the man, the producer, he paid for my travel, you know, well, excuse me, Megabus, mm -hmm. you know, that long ass ride, he paid for all of that, the, you know what I'm saying, he paid for the hotel, he paid for my food and stuff, but he doesn't drink or smoke or, you know, I don't smoke nothing, you know what I'm saying, but he don't drink or whatever, he don't do nothing, so, you know, he wasn't buying no damn liquor. You know what I mean? He made that real clear. Uh, you know, but then <laughs> as nervous as I was, I right. shouldn't have had no damn liquor. 
You know what I mean? I ended up going to the store and I did buy a beer. But by the time the male talent got off of his regular job, because most people have a regular job in this industry. Mm-hmm. By the time he got off his regular job and got there and they came like in the last minute, they called me, the, the producer called him. It's like, okay, we're on our way. I had to run, rush, get dressed. I come out the bathroom, like they got the keys to get in the room. Remind you, it's in their name. So when I come out the bathroom, they're there. You know what I'm saying? The male talent comes in. He uses the bathroom. We start shooting. It and really how was, was that experience? It was okay. I felt like I still have a relationship with the male talent. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He comes to my city because he okay. drives truck or whatever, too. So when he comes up here, you know, we I go see him and, you know, we talk and, you know, just spend time talking and stuff or whatever. You know, um, it was, I felt kind of it felt strange mm-hmm. and don't get it twisted I've slept with motherfuckers I ain't know before right you know what I'm saying but it was different for the camera and everything you the know? fact that but you I actually knew, have an audience yeah I knew how to I know how to be seductive you know what I mean I know that I have the eyes you know when I'm looking I know you know it's just you just can't stare into the camera you know what I mean you gotta act like you don't know what's going on but then there was little incidents where the male talent, but he had like bleeding. Bleeding? Like it was little shit that I was like, okay, this is something wrong. Why he was he had, bleeding? He had shaved mm. and cut like on his butt. So there was like a little bit of drop of like, not drop a little, like a little line of blood or whatever on his nah shoes. that like, would have freaked me the fuck yeah, out it did it did because automatically i'm like okay is this motherfucker gay which don't get it fucked up there's you know i, I have a lot of gay friends you know what i'm saying right. so it's not that's not the that's not the situation the situation is you're fucking me right and you're you know, bleeding yeah and you bleeding like <laughs> you bleeding from your asshole what's going on you know what i mean so i'm paranoid like a motherfucker but he was really cute. He was really nice. He was, you know what I'm saying? He was, he was all right. He was all right. You know what I mean? Dick big as hell. You know what I mean? But I mean, it ain't even about the dick being real big. It's how you use it. You know, I right. did run into some issues with my leg. Like I, I, that's what I just went through now, but I just ran into some issues with one of my legs where I realized like I have a problem, like with a nerve. So a certain way that he would hit me, you know what I'm saying? When he's fucking me that my leg felt like it was given out. It was like an aching, but it oh, felt wow. like it was like every time he pumped, he hit a nerve from the back. It hurt Damn. so bad. You know what I'm saying? It hurt it so fucking bad. Then when we did it, you know what I'm saying? You know, just regular missionary style. I had to kick him off of me because he was hurting me. You know what I mean? Mm. And but I can't let the camera know. I just literally just, you know, you threw my my legs back, pushed him off of him. I mean, off of me, pushed him off of me. So, you know, from that point on, after doing that scene, before I even left there, I had been um speaking to a tranny here in my city that was friends with my sister, went to school with my little sister. And he had a website, or she, however, I don't want to do the pronouns wrong, you Mm -hmm. know, to say she had a website, Mm -hmm. you know. So I ended up asking her, even before I left my city, I asked her, could you contact your website people and ask them if they could, you know, give me a call or whatever. So they never called me on my way down. And now all I was going to be able to put on it at that time, remind you, before going to North Carolina was some pictures. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm still trying to do things on my own. I'm knowing I need to have somewhere to just put everything at because I know I can't put all of this on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. need to have motherfuckers keep asking me for more and more pictures. I don't want to be sending motherfuckers pictures in their inbox. I know that you're supposed to get paid for it. Well, yeah, I'm about but- to ask you, were you getting paid to send these pictures? No. That's why I wasn't sending them. That's why I wanted a website. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I wanted a website so that you have to pay like any other website. You got to pay to join. You know what I mean? You got to pay to see. So, um, he ended, like I said, I didn't get no call from the webmaster on the way there. I got the call just before I started shooting while everyone was in the room. And it's a reminder, this is a hotel room. We're all in the room. And I told the man, I'll call him back. I'm doing my first scene. Mm. So I ended up calling him back. You know, we talked. He told me once I get everything, he, you know, send him 150. And, you know, he said he'll start the splash page right now. Just send him a couple pictures. So after the scene was over, I sent him a couple pictures so he could do the, the splash page, that very first page. And um, I picked, he sent me three different ones. I picked and I ended up sending him all the photos. He put all the photos on. So I got a, a, a website. Mm-hmm. But I don't got my, I, I, I didn't finish the scene. Now, this is what I'm talking about, about I don't know motherfuckers. I don't know the game. Here I go again. So now I get, I come all the way. I stay in North Carolina for like five days. Remind you, I finished the scene on the second day. So I ended up staying there a couple of days more. You know, I end up coming home. Wait, I did wait. you get paid for that scene? No, it was content exchange. Wow. It was a content exchange where he could put it on his stuff. And I could use it. Remind you, I need the scene. I got a site. You know what I mean? I went down there knowing I need something to prove that I can do porn. See, if everyone could do it, everyone would be a real porn star and not a in your bedroom with the camera with you and your man, with your cell phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If everyone could do it, everyone would be nominees award right. winners would attend these shows would be invited to do things would be on some of the products and some of the things you know what i'm saying would get endorsements as everyone could do it there's a big difference from doing in your bedroom by yourself and who gives a fuck you right. and, you know whoever you know i know they have all the other the free sites where people are putting all those up and i'm not taking nothing from Pornhub or anything else because hell I got some half a minute shit up on Pornhub too you know what I'm saying but I don't keep I don't indulge in constantly putting stuff up there because I prefer I want to be paid correctly not right. not a half a penny or a penny for a movie do you get paid more for certain things you get paid more for DP which I don't do double penetration I don't feel like my shit is big enough for all that I feel mm-hmm. like it's gonna bust through you cannot put a dick in my ass and in my coochie at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that's a lot. Too much. I'm not real big there, so I just feel like it's going to bust open. <laughs> Girl, me too. <laughs> no, those and anal are the biggest for, you know, a female anal and um, double penetration. So I guess I ain't going to never get no double penetration money because I'm just not doing it. How much do you pay for um, double penetration? I don't know, but I know it's the largest amount. I don't I don't need to know because I'm not doing it. <laughs> right. 
I'm not doing it. Not, it's not for me. Anal is hard enough. You know what I'm saying? So that's not not gonna get it for me. Yeah, when I was watching the um the documentary and I was how like they try to stay away from anal, like they wait until they got a couple of years yeah. in. And, and I, when they do do it, it's like the ass be out. Literally. Yeah, you're not going to by the time you do it, that's why I don't do it. Girls that do it and they have their sights and stuff like that. I just choose not to do it. I've done um anal. You know, I mean, I've done mm-hmm. anal in my private life, of course. Right. And, but that's been like with my baby daddies or something like that. But um, as far as in the industry, I've only done two anal scenes. Is there anything you wouldn't do besides those two I don't those two do things? cream pies. I don't do DPs. I don't do cream pies, which is... What's cream pies? Girl, that's the, that's the slang for the Caucasian people, cream pies. Uh, <laughs> girl, that's come in you. I don't do that. First of all, I have an issue with anything dripping out of me like that for 70. You know what I'm saying? Only thing should come out of a woman is her own body. I feel that's just how I feel. Right. Her own, her own, you know, your own juices and um, your period. Right. I just don't like all the drainage. You know what I mean? I don't know. Because I'm single now. I don't like the smell afterwards. I'm, I mean, each is own, but I feel like come make your pussy stink. Yeah, but I did when I was doing my research. I noticed that a lot of, I guess, in the industry, they don't they don't condone condoms. They don't condone them, no, because we're we're tested. Like depending on who you're working with, me myself, I I I use talent testing services, and I won't work. I with saw you. that. I won't work with you if you don't use talent testing services, and I won't work with you if your test is two weeks and all that. Oh, I mean, each is own, you know, I mean, you're, when you go through talent testing services, they have it set up where two weeks, it lets you know when your two week mark comes, your three week mark comes, your four week mark. And then they say you need to be tested again. Cause I well, think you me. have that on your site. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I saw that. Yeah. I'm real. I broadcast mine. Mm-hmm. I put it out there and it's not even just for me to put it out there because the world will know if you went to these sites and you know what I'm saying? And you typed in my name and you know, my information or whatever. I broadcast myself right there. I don't, I'm not ashamed. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. I raised my kids and never was a secret from my family. You know what I'm saying? I got like one or two people in my family who'd be telling me, oh, you you don't got to do this and you don't got to do that. Ain't nobody making me do it. You know, I do it because I want to do it. And I do it because I'm good at it. And I do it because I've built this brand. You know what I'm saying? And it is, it's not an everlasting thing that I'm going to do till I die. No, but I started it. I feel like I conquered it. I came in and I blew through it. I got some of those paid scenes when nobody else was getting them at a certain at a certain point. I own my own. I own a lot of my rights too. You mm. know what I'm saying? I shot with some people that a lot of people that when BBW said they were never, when they said that they weren't male talent. Okay, for one, Wesley Pipes. I worked with him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't working with big girls anymore at the point that I worked with him. You know what I'm saying? I got hired by a company from Cali. Um, I told a friend of mine, which is another male talent that I did my very first anal scene with me and him were like, like 
Is he big? Huh? Is he big? Girl. (laughs) Put it like this. He's good at what he does, but it's the camera. Mm. He's basic. Like, you know what I mean? He's regular. But he's great. He's a great porn star, a great talent. And I mean that. I know people call him the shit talker. You always got, I got guys who be like, yeah, he talked too much. But your ass to sit there and listen and laugh along. He has humor in what he does, but he's very, very good. He's very, he will teach you what you don't know. You know what I'm saying? He's I'm very- pretty sure you learned a lot about yourself yeah. sexually too. Yeah, I learned a lot. Actually, the first time I squirted was with him. Mm. I didn't know. I've had an ex who used to didn't never tell me that like when I'm riding his face or something that I'd be squirting. I didn't know. Hell, he'd be busy cleaning it all up, so I ain't had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know shit. You know what I'm saying? And I was <laughs> because that was my people. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when I was asked to do these things with Wesley, you know, I guess they took it to him and wanted to make sure that I was what he wanted to work with. And I was a fresh face. You know what I'm saying? I was, even though I had been in the industry for like two years, I was still considered a fresh face. Mm. I, I didn't, I still limit who I work with. Like a lot of the girls are just going and working with Tom, Dick and Harry. I'm very choosy. And there's been a lot of people who have asked me to work with them. And I've told them no. You know what I'm saying? I just have issues with a lot of because it has to be beneficial for me. Right. Just because you work with Jane and Lisa and Kelly don't mean that that's what I want on my shit. Don't mean that I, you know what I mean? You, you might look good on camera with gunshot wounds and, and stab marks on, on Laura's site. But I don't want no stabbed up motherfucker on my site. Right. I feel like I do enough for that with the stretch marks and all that. yeah when I was on your page I felt like well I was on your site because I can do my research I feel like most of the men kind of like you have like they kind of they don't look alike but they kind of like they don't look crazy yeah I'm real picky I'm very very picky on who I deal with and and I know a lot of people like you know there's a particular company and I love him his name is Ken from BBW Highway shouts out to him you know what I'm saying um Ken runs quite a like about two or three different companies. He's, you know, he still shoots the big girls. Then now he's into just the girls with the big booties, you know, different type of stuff, you know. And with him, he is he shot some stuff for me. But he's like, as far as companies, like he started telling people, this is recently, is when I really realized that he knew that I took what I do seriously. And we were in Vegas and someone came in and they were doing like a weekend, a marathon shoot during uh, AVN award time. And I was staying at the house, like he rented like a mansion or whatever. So uh, that first night that I was there, since I came in so late, he picked me up from the airport and I stayed at the house. So that following morning, I'm getting dressed so I can go do my testing while I'm out in Vegas. And someone comes in and the guy sees me and he's like, oh my God, is that her? Wait a minute. Wait, wait, what's her name? And he told her my name or whatever. And then the guy was like, well, is she shooting? By this time I'm walking in the room, but I hear everything. He was like, yo, you know, she really ain't, ain't shooting, but I'm sure she will shoot, but you know, you got to pay her. Right. 
Because but do you have do you have certain prices for things? Depending on if I for certain companies like now the manager that I have now because remind you that um the people who did come to Buffalo with the wife and everything they ended up being my managers. Mm. They ended up I ended up but he didn't know anybody. He ain't know anybody. Me and him ended up in a relationship in the whole fucking nine. Mm. It went, you know, it went totally to the left. It went where it shouldn't have went. You know what mm. I'm saying? And now my manager, who I have now, we were friends for a long time. And I ended up telling him, like, you know, he he was handling certain things because men in this industry are vultures. They take advantage of the girls. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the black men. Mm. I love my brothers, but a lot of the producers in this industry, especially the East Coast producers, take advantage of the girls. You know what I'm saying? They really, really do. A lot of them, you know, they're they're just not into helping the girls with anything. Like, I just don't think it makes any sense for you to sin. Tell a girl to come to your city or whatever to shoot. You not paying her. It's going to be content exchange. Nah, you know, I, yeah, you know, but see, some of these girls don't even have websites, don't know how to set up clip stores, don't have, you know, don't have anywhere to post their stuff at. And the thing these days is because of the way the internet has taken over so much, either you're going to get paid by a company or you're going to decide to do your own website and own your material. You know what I'm mm. saying? If you own your material, I mean, there's good and there's bad. You can get paid by this company. You're only getting paid one time. you got to remember that. That's it. This is not a you get paid back to back, you know, you're going to keep getting a check. That's not how it works. It's- has that has there ever been a scene where you didn't feel comfortable doing it and you just like, nah, I'm not doing it? I had a scene. She's a sweet lady. I think it was the worst, one of my worst scenes. Mm. I've had three scenes that I feel I shouldn't have ever did. And one was, I love the lady once again. It wasn't her. It was her male talent. And I don't give people, no, I don't care. I do name drop um, when it comes to this kind of stuff because they know how I feel. I worked for Busty Baby Dolls. Everybody loves the scene. I hate the scene. Mm. I hate the scene and I think because before you get ready even though you don't have time to get to know a person this particular man that I worked with for her I had time to get to know him for maybe a year before she ended up you know what I'm saying contacting me and asking me to shoot with her I tried to get on her site for years and she kept denying me she said I didn't have enough attributes Mm. whatever the fuck that is Yeah, what like what what do she mean? By that? I guess my ass wasn't big enough. My titties ain't on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you know, but I have a different look. Like I, a lot of the girls in the industry look alike. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I look like any of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even like we all got little pouches or whatever. You know, well I got a big pouch, but whatever. <laughs> I'm a big girl. <laughs> But at that time, I was shooting back to back to back to back for a company called uh, PYT out of New York. And um, his name is Pretty. So I was shooting for him nonstop back to back to back to back, you know. And I think 
because they had a big BBW party going on out there uh, for um, pipes. I went and it's like at that point when I was going out there, I had like six people, different companies that wanted to shoot with me all at the same time. And that's when she jumped on the bandwagon and was like, I'm like, oh, now you want to work with the bitch that don't have enough attributes. <laughs> so at that right. point, my price played in my benefit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And But then I also had knew that the BBWs fucked the game up. They did, you know, versus it before it got so bad where everything needs to be content exchange or whatever. But she was pretty good. She paid me. She kept trying to get me to do anal. And I would have done anal, but the male talent rubbed me wrong. Remind you, I have been talking to this man for a year before that. And he, mm. I didn't want to go to the location that she wanted me to come to. So I said the only reason, only way that we would do the shoot is she had to come to me because I ain't too keen about getting on the trains in New York City by myself. You know what right. I'm saying? At that point, I was like, shit, I ain't trying to get robbed. I ain't trying to, you know, I was going through it. So she ended up coming to my room or whatever. She had him come to the room. Do you know this motherfucker came in my room and didn't even speak to me? Mm. And maybe I'm old fashioned or something. But when he came in, I was like, hey, he didn't even speak to me. Mm. He wouldn't be, you know, he talked to her. Like Literally, it's just me, him and her in the room. He would not speak to me in no way, shape or form. What kind of fucking bullshit is this? I felt totally disrespected. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he said that? He didn't say, I said what kind of bullshit is this? Oh, right, because he was being rude. I thought that was real rude. But I'm trying hey, to I've been knowing each other for, some, for a year. Right. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be professional about it, you know, and not go off because normally I'll cuss you the fuck out. You right. know what I'm saying? This is my motherfucking room. She ain't paid for this room yet. She's paying me. You know what I'm saying? She's a wonderful, you know, wonderful young lady. Beautiful woman. Beautiful. Pretty as hell. You know what I'm saying? Very easy to get along with. Easy to work with. But him, there was absolutely no chemistry because of his attitude. So you were just turned off. I was totally turned off. Then the motherfucker came out the bathroom. I didn't know what the fuck he had on. I didn't understand <laughs> it. He was not a tra- at this point. Not only is you ugly inside to me, you look like a fucking idiot on the outside walking out <laughs> here with all these goddamn stripes and colors and stripes going this way, colors going that way. What is going on? And I'm right. like, what do you got on? He said, all the girls like it. I said, on what? Not on earth. <laughs> oh so anyways we end up doing a shoot that is when i re- really came to my mind like i didn't have, never have any problems you know i tested through talent testing all the time but that's when i started finding out that girls in the industry truly was sucking dicks some of them not gonna say all of them some of them would be okay with giving head without a condom, but fucking with a condom on. To me, it makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, the same thing you get in your mouth, you get in your ass. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want nothing either place. Well, I know that you said that you got, you get tested, um, tested often. Has there ever been a time that you've been afraid of getting any STDs? There was a guy, actually, that's not that same weekend. It was all, wasn't that? Was it? No, it wasn't that same weekend when I was there. It was another weekend when in New York. And there was a um a fairly new talent that my people used before. He was the only one out of the whole group that I may use a condom because his test was late. 
and I'm not with it. If I feel any type of way and I can't find a pattern of testing, you know what I'm saying? You go through talent testing services, your stuff stays on record. You know mm. what I mean? I just don't, I don't take chances. I'm not into, you know, motherfuckers be like, well, can I just go to my doctor? Hell no. Yeah. You can do that. And I'm going to look at it, but I need you to go today. Right. I need it to be, if you got tested and we know a month before, well, I'm going to need you to you go to your doctor for that month before, you know, while we prepare ourselves and, you know, before we come up to that date of the time of shooting, you know, you can have a pattern of, you know, I need, I would like to see a pattern of cleanliness. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But when it comes time to do this shoot, you need to be going at least those three days before it's time for us to do that shoot. I'm really not big on a person who been tested 30 days ago. Um, I feel that that's a problem and I don't feel that you're serious about your craft. Yeah. Because it's bad enough within three days. A motherfucker can, can fuck the world in three days. Yeah, you know let alone one day. So yeah. a month ain't gonna yeah. be kidding. But that's that. why when it's something from my website, I watch it. I watch your social media. You know what I'm saying? I watch the different shit, the comments that go up, the comments that the, the stats you put up. I watch because I need to see. I need to see what type of lifestyle you actually living. I watch your lives. I do all of that. You know what I mean? Because I want to see if you're promiscuous. Is sex even pleasurable for you anymore, though? Yes, it is when I'm with somebody I want to be with. Mm. but is it hard for you to open up to somebody and let them know exactly what you like let them know the profession that you're in no because most people already know (laughs) most (laughs) people already know like in my city they're watching my movies they already know who I am I got a large fan I got fans here I don't feel like my city supports like they should I don't feel but soon as a new movie come and I put it out that there's a new movie you know what I'm saying they're constantly well let me get it let me get it you know what I'm saying Mm. I know for a fact that there's a lot of my movies that are being bootlegged in my city because if if it's not authentic and it didn't come from some of the places here that is actually selling it that I would you know I, you know, do business with in my city. Anything that comes from me, I am burnt onto the CD. Wow. That's I not the sticky tape shit that they put on, the, you know, the front of the seat. No, burnt on. I pay the money for me to be burnt on because I feel that it's a keepsake. You know what I'm saying? This is come, it's authentic. And it's not just like my face. No, there's a body part, a titty, titty in my mouth. My pussy, hands in my pussy. You know, yeah. Because when I was on your website, I was like, "Oh, she, she busting it open, open." Like, <laughs> I said, "Okay, sis." <laughs> so I'm pretty yes, sure there been time that you've been out in the street and people came come up to you and be like, "Hey, that's so and so, so and so." From well, in my regular everyday life, this is funny as you say, and it's because my graphics artist always complains about it. I am the most dressed down person when I tell you I walk two blocks to the family dollar. You know what I'm saying? Everybody on my street knows about the industry except for the new family that moved over here. But I walk to family dollar. I put a scarf on my head and I always look, you know, my piercing in my eyebrow. I put the scarf on where I constantly be pulling it over it because I don't want everybody to know. You know what I'm but saying? Do you have- like I want to be able to walk to the store 
and be dressed down. But the one right. thing I don't want them to do is see me off guard and realize who I am and start taking pictures. You know wow. what I'm saying? And putting it on social media because I'm looking busted. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I ain't got all that makeup on. And that's the one thing that people seem to think is that we wake up like that. Yo, you know what's so funny? Because when I'm out, like, for the most part, I'm always on. But when I'm off, like, I have to put on shades and stuff because I do not want people seeing me like that. Like, sometimes you just want to be to yourself. Yeah. And in the moment you say no to a picture or, like, you say no to not feeling like you're not feeling well or feeling up to speak to somebody, they, people say you was rude, you was oh, a yeah, bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Yes, and they it's do. like, nah, girl, I'm like just tired. Yeah. Work, I mean, I got on jogging pants, T-shirt. Uh, look, if fuck a push-up bra, because these these puppies ain't sitting up saying hello. Not without a push-up bra. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I wear sports bra at work. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm kind of hold these motherfuckers down so they don't get in the way. You know? And I did. It was crazy because there was a deaf guy that actually knew who I was. Child. They started discussing it, and I had a guy at my job that I was, I was, listen, I ain't gonna lie, I'm very attracted to him. Very attracted to him. You know what I'm saying? And every time he touches me, it's just like, oh, I get that, you know, that little feeling. That feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so when he, like, one day him grabbing my arm or some shit and trying to talk to me, and I was like, oh, and like, I'll say little things, and I'm like, oh, I need a fucking massage. My back hurting so bad. He like, I can massage you. And then he make little, you know, stop, don't play with me, boy, because I'll fuck around and, and take you. Okay? You don't know. <laughs> He knows too. They the the deaf boy did a little sign language one day, and I noticed. Girl, I, I can't do this with. <laughs> Yo, the the black dude, he knew about who I was. Also, me and him had discussed it. He knew, you know, but I know he never he hadn't told anyone. The deaf boy says something to him about it, and the black dude head just turned. He was like, nah. and I'm like, talk about what? And he said he knows who you are. And I'm like, oh, the fuck, here we go. So here I go. I'm coming, you know what I'm saying, um, down the hall. And I just went, reached out and shook his hand. Yes, it's me. I just nodded up and down, yup, and shook his head. And then he put his hands up as to say, zip, his mouth is closed. He'll never say nothing about it. Child. Wait, so do your kids know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now kids support. I took in my youngest with me to a convention a couple years ago. Um, she's 18, when she was 18. I took her to a convention because she does hair and does makeup. And it's easier when I got someone with me because I do so much. I have really came to a realization like I need an intern. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I need help. It's hard when you got shoots. I got appearances. And then I got to be at the convention and appear there too. Right. In, in these heels. Then I got to rush back to the room, change clothes, take a shower, trying to look through my suitcase for figure out what outfit I want to wear. I got 15. When I say I take everything, including the kitchen sink and the tub and, <laughs> and the shower head too. I have one suitcase all the time with nothing but shoes. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the difference from me and a lot of the other girls. I like the my my wardrobe is so very important. My shoe game is on fucking point. I like shoes and things that nobody else is wearing. Most of these girls, most of the girls wear the same thing. 
you know, the stretchy outfit that you get for twelve or fifteen dollars out the hair store. You know, with the right. with the holes and the fishnet holes or whatever. You know what I mean? I like things that stand out. That's gonna make you look double take. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I like to look different. You know, so my shoe game and my my outfit is very important. You know, you like I said, everyone looks alike. And I don't want to be looking nor act just like anyone else. I am me and I'm different. You know, some people could say, I, I, you know, like the shoes, they'd be like, how are you walking in those one foot in front of the other bitch? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You know, I get a lot of right. compliments on the clothing and the shoes and different stuff like that. You know, a lot of big girls can't stand in no, what I call whole heels. Right. You know what I'm saying? They are wearing the fat heels, which ain't nothing wrong with the fat heels, but what works for my body is what I wear. Right. You know? And I don't feel And that's how be... people know you. Yeah, that's how I've made my image. You know, talking about my clothing and stuff, I went to Texas and a radio show wanted me to come in and before I I didn't even know they would what they asked me for an interview when I got to Texas to come into the studio and they would do the interview. But the day before I left, they called me talking about they wanted, they all want to know what I'm wearing, what I'm going to be bringing, what type of shoes. That's what brought me to like that these people really like my style. Right. You know what I mean? So it's, I'm just different. I what, do things differently. What's next after porn? Well, for right you, now, I am in the process of getting ready to start trying to write a book. I've spoke to, you know, a few people and, um, one person, the price he told me, because my life, I mean, I'm not no 18-year-old, 17-year-old, you know what I'm saying? So I've had so much happen to me in my life. When I say mm -hmm. a lot, a lot, from my being molested to being raped, abused, you know what I'm saying, by the kids' fathers, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, drugs, I've done it. I've been through it. I did state time. I mean, I've had so much. So it's like I'm writing it down. I'll, I'll go crazy trying to do this. So what someone told me to do after speaking to this, um, this company about me writing a book and stuff, they told me to just verbally record it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just record and then they'll go through and listen to the tapes. That's a lot of damn tapes. <laughs> well, listen, I, I'd rather you pay them than you be sitting yeah. there writing and yeah, typing all day. I could never do that. So that ends. I'm also getting ready to um, release. I have the the um, the promos for my eyelashes and stuff. So I got that. I've got I've chosen the boxes that I want to use. I'm saying because I've already been branded. You know, I'm already on a rated X energy drink. I am a face of an energy drink. I my whole body is on an energy drink can. Nice. You know, that's the, you will see that on the website too. You know what I mean? The, the picture that's actually, you know what I mean? The, the logo and all that rated X that's on the website. Because, I think I saw that. Yeah. Because yeah. I am on their can, like literally on there, you know? So, and it's crazy that I'm going to be talking about that because the same person who owns that can in that company is actually running for an office in New York City. Mm, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> Like everyone had a past and you know what I'm saying? But you can't let your future define what your, you know what I'm saying? Right. What, whatever you did in your past, you know? Do you think that the things that happened to you as, well, I don't know that the age, but being molested and rape and abuse, you think that had a lot to do with you being a porn star? I think 
with me knowing how to do certain things, it's because you had to be taught, right? Mm. You know, and the I see the person regular who molested me. Really? It's my, and I'm really not, like I told you when, before we decided to do this, when you contacted me, like there is no shame in my game. And I don't know how I'm going to go about it, but that will be part of some chapter of my book, my my sister's father. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, I love my mother, you know what I'm saying? And I was raised by, you know, between my mother and my grandmother. But at the end of the day, I feel like my mother knew. Mm. And how is your relationship with her now? It's not good at all. It's right. good. Like she sends my mother lives in Virginia and she sends me, you know, cards, sends my kids cards. You know what I'm saying? She talks to the kids whenever she wants, whatever, you know. But as far as me and her, I can't. I I just can't, you know, when you tell your child things like you just trying to take my man and you and mm. I'm eleven or twelve years old. Yeah. And I've told you what was going on. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I didn't I wasn't the first one to tell her. My uh my sister's godmother told her. Mm. You know, and I ran away, ended up getting picked up and was, you know, placed in a facility and my mother came to see me and I refused to leave with them because I knew what I was going back to. Right. You know what I'm saying? I refuse to leave. She comes in with the very motherfucker that's doing this to me. And, it, and I tell her about it. And she's in the facility telling me that I'm just trying to break them up. And I'm trying to take her man. And I'm telling you that, you know, I'm 12 years old. Yeah, they definitely had to play a part. Because if you're I, telling somebody that something's going on with you, that's being done by being done by somebody that she has a relationship with. It's like, and, I, and I'm 12 years old. Yeah. I continue that relationship literally you know how like when you're if you have a closet in your room you know that's how close our bedrooms was me and my mother you Mm. can't tell me on a daily basis that you didn't know yeah and i'm being threatened with you know like if i'm you if i'm sneaking out the house my mother at work and i'm going to see a little boy or whatever and He's coming by the house when she's gone and him telling me, well, I'm going to, if you don't do this, I'm going to tell that you did this. You was going to see that boy. You was going to, you know, whatever, whatever. And you're 12 years old. So you're, you're scared. Yeah. So I'm going along with it. Right. You know, but me not me knowing it's wrong, but nobody listening to me, but this is my only way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because like my mother, you know, I don't want to be put out on the street. Right. At 12 years old, like, what am I supposed to do? And so when I ran away, like, the last time, I was like it. It Mm. was like it. I just refused to come home. So I've been raising myself, literally, you know what I'm saying? To be honest, I've been raising myself, even though I lived in a house with my mother or whatever. But pretty much on my own, I was 10 years old. I've been pretty much on my own since I was 10 years old. I've been taking care of somebody's kids, my sisters, all my brothers, you know, my father's kids, all of that, since I was 10 years old. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when you thinking you're going to be put outside and shit, you don't got no choice. You know what I mean? You right. got to do what you have to do. You know, and that was at 12 and, you know, it just, I feel like I per- perfected the craft because I was taught it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I was, I had to. Do, live- you, ever, do you ever think about if things wouldn't happen to you that you probably went down a different path? You know what? I do. Like, 
I started picking older men. Yeah. Yeah. My, my oldest daughter's father is seven and a half years older than me. And I feel to this day he's a fucking pedophile. I feel like he is too. Because he was seven and a half years older than me. He was holding my hand at seven years old. I was put in positions I feel that I sh- a child should never have been put in. Mm. I kill a rock. I was very protective of my girls. You know what I'm saying? Especially my youngest two. My oldest is, you know, much older. You know what I mean? But my youngest two, fairy. I didn't have boyfriends. You know what I'm saying? Like right. at five, tw- 26, 27 years old. I ain't have niggas up in my motherfucking house. Listen, I didn't even, when my brothers would be here alone with my kids or be not here but my other houses alone with my kids, I questioned it. Because yeah. I was molested by the very person that I loved to death. The very person who defended me when my mother was getting ready to whoop me. or You know what I'm saying? Right. The very person that I trusted more than anybody. You know what I'm saying? And the very person who fucked the shit out of a little girl. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I do believe that when I finally left home, you know, with my oldest daughter's father, I do believe that had I not been chasing behind some, to me, it was looking for love in all the wrong places. Had Mm -hmm. I not been chasing behind him, I would have stayed in school and did what I needed to do. I was on honor roll. You know what I'm saying? I was doing great. I had a few fuck ups. Like right. taking cans of beer to school and drinking it in the lunchroom, <laughs> getting lit, <laughs> doing stupid shit, getting suspended for uh, dumb shit oh. like that. You know what I'm <laughs> I don't even ask what made my ass do something stupid. But when I sit back and think of some of the shit I did, I still think it was reaching out. Yeah, you... I needed help. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you were just trying to articul- articulate it the best way you knew how. Yeah, I needed help, you know, and, and, and I didn't have nobody to help me or to tell me nothing. Like, literally, a kid raising herself. You know do what you, I mean? Do you have any regrets? You know what? I love all my kids, but I don't wish kids. I could never do it again. Mm. Um. You know, my oldest daughter's father, I truly regret regret him because I feel like had I not been looking for love in all the wrong places. But who's to say if it wasn't him, it wasn't someone going to be someone else. But right. I do think that he took a lot of self-esteem from me. I feel like when he manipulated me, I was still a kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I felt like he was taking care of me, but then abuse. You know what I'm saying? I did what I learned, what I was taught, like the abuse, seeing abuse and being abused. And like this motherfucker really did things to me that, you know, nobody should ever. Hell, the first car I ever bought was for him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was because I thought this motherfucker loved me. I thought when a motherfucker beat your ass that that was what you're supposed to. You know what I mean? You're supposed to stay because my mother did it. Right. You know, I feel like I broke the cycle because out of every woman on my mother's side of family, they stayed down to my grandmother. They stayed. So that's all you knew. That's all I knew was to get get your ass beat. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting beat down at home. I'm getting beat down. You know what I'm saying? By the man that I think I love. You know what I mean? All of that. Yeah, granted, he took me in. But hell, I wouldn't have got put out if I wasn't creeping off with him. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like it, it's a it's a cycle. 
It is a cycle. It's a cycle. And this is why I've really, I, as far as, you know, um, as far as my kids, I didn't really have men living in my household. You know, as my, when my oldest daughter left home and she was out the house, I finally started dating again. And I was so scared. You know, I was terrified because I still had to work. I had money put up, but I still kept on working. But I was still scared to leave my kids with that motherfucker. Right. So it was a constant every day, constant asking questions. You know what I'm saying? Did he touch you? Did anybody, you know, I would do things to my kids. Like, you know. And it's also one of those things that you was asking because you wanted somebody to ask you that. Yeah, nobody reached out. It wasn't really, I just was protective and I had to make choice like, damn, can I go to work or do I, oh, I don't, not to blame him for what was done to me. You know what I'm saying? But I don't trust nobody with no kids. Like, listen, in church, everyone is not holy. Yeah. You know, everyone is not the, you know, it's not safe to leave your kids around. But it was like, okay, he's living in my house. I take care of his daughter and my own kids, but I got to go to work. That is true. It's choices you have to make. And I, you know, and I was grateful. I'm grateful that God blessed my kids enough to know to, you know, cause I've to be able to, they can come to mommy and tell mommy, don't be, I used to always tell them, you know, you don't never got to be scared. Motherfucker talking about they going to kill me. Shit. I got a double barrel sawed off for each and every one. What's up? <laughs> Plenty bullets to this day. My double barrel sawed off. You know what I'm saying? It's in my house with me now. I sleep with that bitch. That's my man. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> That's my yeah. man. If you y'all have any questions, any concerns, any comments, you want to get to know my guest more. This has been literally, literally one of my favorite episodes. Please email me at hello at the professional homegirl.com. And until next time, guys, later. <laughs> Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.